What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Be Creative Podcast. I am your host, Eric Choi, and guys, I'm extremely, extremely sorry for not giving you guys a heads up on my absence. It's just that a lot of things have happened, and to be quite honest, I want to share them with you, and I feel like today is the perfect chance to do so. And normally, I do my podcast past midnight because I feel as though my mind is at its most creative state when it's really late. Um, but to be quite honest, I'm feeling good. I got an espresso martini to the right of me. It's 8.46 p.m. Eastern Time on a Saturday. I'm feeling good. So I felt like a podcast would have been a great idea. And so far, everything is smooth sailing. I've definitely lost my edge in my podcast voice and my speech and tonality. But hey, everything's a start. You know, there's only one way to go when you're at your lowest, which is up. And I wasn't at my lowest. I was just at my lowest in terms of efficiency in making podcasts. But enough with the intro. This is already a one minute and 10 second intro. Welcome back to Be Creative Podcast. So in this episode, it's going to be a little different. I've really focused on stoicism and, you know, adulthood and growing up and stuff like that. But I really want to take a step back and go into our minds and what I'm talking about is meditation and I haven't really done too too much of meditation because I realized that there are so many different forms of meditation and I feel like meditation is really hard to pick up on just because it's this intimidating habit that we don't want to encounter And I don't want to use the word challenge because it's really not a challenge. And I feel like if something is going to be met with natural resistance, yes, it's a challenge, but I don't want to label it as a challenge because then it is perceived as something that one cannot do or one cannot handle. Meditation is very accessible and proven to help all sorts of different people, all sorts of different mindsets. And you just have to find the right one because a lot of different types of meditation are different, of course, but also all share the same benefits and pros. For example, it helps out with stress and anxiety. It also has a lot of great benefits uh, of meditation. And there are multiple studies and neurological journals that support this statement and in this episode I kind of want to talk about a little bit about the benefits and what I've experienced from meditation but first and foremost let's talk about the most stereotypical meditation that we know of and you guys are probably thinking of you sitting down absolute silence with maybe some ambiance or a waterfall trickling in the background with I don't know, heavy breathing. And that meditation does exist. It's called mindful meditation. And what does this mean? Well, mindful meditation, if you break it down, has the word mindful in it. And what does it have to do with meditation? So pretty much mindful meditation really focuses on breathing techniques, breathing from your stomach and isolating all the variables in your life and re directing them into your breathing. So pretty much what that means is you sit down comfortably. You definitely do need a quiet space. You definitely do need to be comfortable. 
posture is very important in this, but not to the point where you feel like you're forcing and you're thinking too much of the posture. Just be comfortable. And it's best when you're sitting. You can do mindful meditation laying down, but the last thing I want you guys to do is to fall asleep. So definitely sit up, but be aware of breathing. And there are a lot of videos on YouTube that will help you guys out. If you just search a mindful meditation, there's at least 20 to like 30 really good ones that you can start listening to. So pretty much with breathing, your your goal is to be aware of your breathing, but at the same time, not force it. Just be aware that there is air coming in and out of your body, uh, through your nose and out your mouth, breathing from your stomach, making your chest relax, making your body relaxed, being comfortable. And if there are thoughts coming through your head, your goal is to acknowledge them, hence be mindful of them, and then just let them kind of flow and just wander, right? And the goal of mindful meditation is to really hone in on your focus, is to really focus on isolating your your life, kind of. And it's really important to do so because we are supposed to be productive you and i both know that you have to do something right now and i myself know what i need to do in the next couple of days and it's difficult if you have a scattered mind if there are a lot of variables coming in and out of your mind that may distract you that may hurt you that may upset you that may what's the word i'm looking for that may I can't really think of the word so it's a letter s that may stimulate you, right? Mindful meditation really helps out with people who really can't focus. And I'm going to be quite honest with you. It's very difficult to achieve this meditation at a consistent pace. You really have to dedicate the first hour of your morning or the first hour of your awakening to do mindful meditation. And to be honest, it really is no excuse. What I do is I put my phone all the way across the room so that I don't grab it out of instinct. And as soon as I wake up, I tell myself before I touch my phone, I have to have 30 minutes to one hour of mindful meditation. If 30 minutes to 60 minutes is way too long, you can even break it up to 15 minutes to 30 minutes or even 5 to 15 minutes. It doesn't matter. As long as you take a time or take the time to sit down, work on your breathing, deep inhales, deep exhales, focusing on breathing from your stomach and just letting your thoughts flow. And meditation has a lot of proven facts and proven stories, I guess, to really help people out with meditation. And I wrote some of them down, and I am more than happy to share with you guys if you guys message me directly on Instagram at Creative Productions. The first thing it helps out with is slowing down the aging process. It, it's proven to increase the brain matter, especially the gray part of the brain. And what this does is it kind of literally makes certain parts of the brain bigger and holds back detrimental effects of aging. And I mentioned that the brain will get bigger and certain parts do get bigger. And those are literally two 
main parts, which are your hippocampus and your amygdala. So if you guys took psychology, which a lot of you guys did, you will be aware that the hippocampus is responsible for your memory and cognitive function. It's located right underneath your temporal lobe. So that little guy gets really, really big. And what this does is with meditation, if you have a bigger hippocampus, right, if you meditate enough so that the hippocampus grows, your cognitive function increases, your memory becomes more profound, you become a bit more aware of your uh, memory and your studies. So that's a really important part of the brain that meditation has helped out with. And of course, the amygdala, which is more of your emotional center, is really found to be a big part of fear and anxiety. Fear and anxiety, if you were to trace it in like a brain scan or something, is really, really active in this amygdala region. So with meditation, it kind meditation really helps out and it affects the amygdala. It affects the emotional center. So it's proven to really help out with fear and anxiety and possible depression. And in your brain, our brain is like literally the most complex thing, right? I mean, we named the brain, the brain named the brain, which alone by itself is remarkable. But let's talk about the DMN, which stands for, which stands for, what does it stand for? Give me one second. DMN stands for, yeah, I had to look it up real quick. Uh, the DMN stands for Default Mode network and if you guys hear a slight barking in the background i am terribly sorry that is my neighbor's little two-inch dog that is really really loud around this time so please excuse that um but anyways the default mode network is a series of complex neurons just firing throughout your brain and it can be tracked through waves I mean, a lot of things can be tracked through waves but these waves help kind of track the the activity that happens within your brain. And to be quite honest, you might think that the DMN high frequency levels are good things, but to be quite honest, more activity means that you kind of wander more. And it's associated with a lot of unhappy moods, uh, being unfocused, and really thinking about the what-ifs. And pretty much what I'm trying to say is that the overthinking people have a lot of activity of their DMN. So your goal is to lower the amount of brain activity that you have in your DMN so that you can be more focused, you can be more happy, and kind of live in the now. And the DMN is really important to have just because we need it. It helps you understand the past, present, and future, and we honestly can't live without it because it's kind of a sense of our now it's our current state and how we think and stuff like that and if we can't control it if we can't help out our dmn then ultimately it is difficult to really control anything else just because it's our default mode network and another thing that really helps out with is our perception of pain yes we can't really cure our broken femur or like our broken finger but if you really think about it pain is a mental process it's configured within our brain there are signals that are fired up within our brain and our brain interprets it as oh this hurts i'm gonna start screaming because 
it hurts. And obviously, it's okay to scream, it's okay to cry if it does hurt, but my point is, it all happens within your brain. And with meditation, it's proven to reduce the mental and physical parts of the brain, because like I said before, pain is really a mental process, and meditation is mental improvement. And the last thing I kind of really want to talk about, about improving um, your mind with meditation is the increase of the flow state or being in the zone or absolute focus. And have you guys ever had a time where you were working on a project, you were working on a speech, or you were working at work or working out, I should say, and you were just just doing it like you had no perception of time you were just doing your work you were you were taking projects to a whole nother level you were just completely unaware of the time that is flying by yes that's called the flow state right and how many times do you get in the flow state compared to the amount of times you get distracted and it's okay you probably get more distracted than be active in the flow state in your entire academic career. And that's completely okay. But what if I told you meditation can help you transition into the flow state easier? You'd be interested, but obviously it's easier said than done, right? Meditation can really, really help simplify the transition of a normal mind into a more flow state, absolute focus, in the zone type of mind because mindful meditation you focus on breathing and you really focus on the thoughts coming in and out of your brain and just focus on the now and once you're really able to master meditation then there is no way in hell you shouldn't be able to access this flow state But then again, those are five positive things that are really, really beneficial from studies of meditation. And there are probably seven different meditations you can really focus on. And I'm happy in this episode that I was able to share one, which is mindful meditation. Um, If you are willing to explore meditation, uh, you can always message me and maybe we can meditate together or I can send you some videos that have helped me with meditation. But then again, meditation isn't just isn't just uh, strict to one form. Meditation isn't just limited to one type of meditation. There are multiple meditations out there that work for you. Some work for you, some don't. And that's just the beauty of life. But always be open to meditation, always be willing to learn, always be kind, and of course, always be creative. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I want to give a huge shout out to my Marine brother, Byron Casse, who has helped me get back into this podcast series. He told me that these podcast series really help him out mentally and emotionally, and stuff like that really makes me want to make more, makes me smile, keeps my head up, and... Byron, if you listen to this, thank you so much for being a huge supporter and a fan of this channel. Um, You and I go way back, and I love you so much, and I hope you're safe out there. And other than that, thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I will see you guys in the next episode. Peace.